You're listening to episode 30 of the Eat Well and Live Full podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast today. Holy moly, it has been <laughs> it has been a ride, hasn't it? It has seemed like it's gone on for years and yet I think we're officially on week 4 as I record this in real time right now. I just wanted to take a minute before we hop into today's episode and just say that I am so very grateful to be in the position where I can help people actually help them change their health during a global pandemic, which makes me feel like I actually have some tools that can help people at this time. And I'm just so very grateful to have all of you to show up for every single day. And that is kind of keeping me, keeping me going through all of this. So I just wanted to check in and see how all of you are doing. What's going on? I am sending all the love and all the light towards you this morning. So know that you are not alone in this, which really is the most interesting part about this. We are all kind of in the same boat and, well, maybe that's not the best analogy. We are all on the exact same sea. We may be in slightly different boats, but we're all traveling together at this time, which means that we need to do our best to check in on everyone around us, including ourselves, and just make sure that we can do what we can do to help support each other during this chaotic and stressful time. One of the things that I am so passionate about is health education. And I think especially during this time, we are realizing how precious it is to have our health and to have access to healthcare information and tools and resources. Aren't we lucky to be the part of the population who gets to access these tools pretty free freely. The Women's Wellness Hub will be launching in just a couple weeks at the end of April, and I am so excited to share it with you. If you haven't already, you have a few days left to jump in and sign up for the free trial where we're talking about stress support, there's meal plans in there, movement, meditations, all different resources that are really there to support your female body during this time. And when the full hub launches on April 27th, you are going to have access to so many more resources at your fingertips that are going to help you do that during this crazy time in the world. Now, obviously, I did not plan to launch this brand new member space in the middle of a quarantined atmosphere. However, I actually think it is the perfect time because this is the information that you need to be prioritizing your health, how you feel in your mind, in your body, and in your soul as a female in modern society. This is the time that you might have some extra time or extra motivation to really start to focus on what your body needs. And that is exactly what the Women's Wellness Hub is all about. All of the amazing health resources for movement, for mindset, for mental and emotional health, 
and of course for nutrition and holistic women's healthcare, they're all going to be in one more, one place. No more Googling, no more searching YouTube, no more trying to look on Instagram for the right information. You're going to have access to health experts all in one place. It's going to be so easy to finally make those changes this year that you've been dying to implement into your lifestyle. So it's not too late to jump in and have a peek and see what it's all about totally for free. The free trial ends this Sunday, April 19th. So make sure you head to the link in the description of this podcast if you're listening in real time on April 15th and go and get the free trial and have a look around. And then I hope that you will stay and join us when we open the doors officially on April 27th. Okay, on to today's episode. Now you can tell from the title that we are going to be talking about nourishing your body in one of the times that will be talked about in history books. Today I am joined by a guest and a friend of mine, Elena. Elena is a holistic nutritionist and certified nutritional practitioner in Winnipeg. Her blog and nutrition counseling business, Deliciously Nourished, focuses on helping women ditch the diet and gain food freedom. Elena is definitely one of those ladies to follow on Instagram if you want to get away from the typical diet culture and learn to find more freedom in your food. And without further ado, Let's jump into today's episode. Hi, Elena. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about this topic because it's something that I know that you and I have been talking about nonstop with our (laughs) clients, with our Instagram followers, our friends, our family, and we're both very opinionated on the topic. So (laughs) yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to talk about it. So uh, from the intro, you'll kind of know what we're talking about today, but We really wanted to do a podcast episode and get some information out there on how you can really shift your mindset and start to think about how you can nourish your body and eat during all the chaos and the craziness of the COVID-19 pandemic that's going on right now. And I know that Elena and I have spoke before this and she's of a similar opinion of me that you know, there's so many people out there who are already giving you the immune immune boosting recipe and the <laughs> yep. supplement tips and the, you know, stick to your schedule and, and count calories. And here's how you don't gain weight during COVID and the free workouts. And like, you're just being bombarded with all of that content. And so this is not going to be that podcast, is it, Elena? No. <laughs> no, you're right. There's just like, there's so much information going around. And sometimes it just seems like people are just like trying to make it sound so effortless. Like, yeah, like you said, stick to your schedule and do the routine and don't gain weight and do this. And it's, you know, I think we just have to really focus on a bigger picture. And there's just so much more that we should be focusing on right now. And there's so much more that is more important than immune boosting and losing weight and keeping fit. 
Yes, I agree. And I think it is really important that you recognize there are things that you can do, right? To help with your immune system, to maybe supplement if you're not feeling well, to move your body, all that great stuff. But it doesn't have to become like this burden that all of a sudden, if you weren't doing these things before, oh my gosh, now you have to be focusing on these or like you're going to get COVID and all of this craziness and chaos. And like there's enough media and fear and things being driven that I think there's other things that we could probably shift our focus on, right? Yeah. And I think just, you know, taking the pressure off of yourself that, you know, this isn't the time to be, you know, being the picture perfect person of health right now. You know, I think we just need to meet ourselves where we're at and really just do our best to take care of ourselves. And that's going to mean something different to everyone. But that's definitely what's most important to remember for everyone right now is, you know, what's working for one person is not necessarily what's going to work for you. So one person might, you know, really want to be on top of things and be exercising every day and salads and smoothies and juicing. But you know what, maybe you're just not into that right now. Maybe you're feeling really low and that's just not something that is, you know, going to work for your daily routine. And that's okay. It doesn't need to be living up to what everybody else is doing on social media. Yes, I totally agree. And I love that. So that's kind of what our conversation is going to be about today. So if you're listening to this and you were like, yes, I'm going to get all of the tips and tricks on how to, you know, build a COVID salad. No, unfortunately <laughs> you're not. <laughs> what, we're talk about, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what we're going to talk about, I think goes a little bit deeper than that. We want to meet you where you're at. We're going to be really honest with where we're at right now as well. And let's just see what we can do is, you know, we can only control what we can control at the end of the day. And like you said, that's totally different for everyone. So let's just have an open conversation about what, what can we be focusing on that is going to help us versus adding more to our overwhelmed and heavily loaded plate right now? Yeah. And I truly think the biggest thing right now is just keep it simple. Like there's a time and a place for, you know, crazy salads and fancy dinners and Instagram worthy photos of what you're making for your meals. But I think right now, the most important thing is just keep it as simple as possible. Like you said, don't add to the overwhelm, you know, don't try to make something that's beyond, you know, what you can wrap your head around right now. So keeping things as simple as you can, you know, for me personally, I'm just trying to do what I can with what's available at the grocery store, which luckily we're still able to get a lot of fresh produce. But even for me, I'm like, I'm not feeling creative with my meals right now. I'm not feeling like going, you know, really fancy and really super nutritious with everything that I'm eating. I'm just trying to do the best that I can. So, you know, I like having salads for lunch, but I'm keeping them really, really simple. Like I'm not going all in. I'm not trying to impress anybody with my photos. And I'm finding that just keeping it really, really simple is what's helping me right now. And I think that's just such an important thing for everyone to remember right now. Yes, I love that. And going with that theme, this is kind of like number two would tag onto this is sticking with some sort of routine. And that routine does not have to look like your routine pre, you know, quarantine. It, it, you know, right. take the pressure off yourself. When I say stick to a routine, it's not, it doesn't have to look like <laughs> normal. This is kind of right. a, new, a new normal, a new routine. So if you kind of combine that keeping it simple, 
just stick to a simple routine, something that works for you, something that mm -hmm. keeps you moving throughout the day, you know, from one thing to the next. Otherwise, I find that, yeah, you kind of do lose motivation to maybe grab the healthier snack or you lose motivation to maybe go and get that walk in that you know is going to make you feel better. So, you know, meet yourself where you're at and start to plan out a schedule that's really simple like really, really mm -hmm. simple, but that will help organize your, your day. So you know what to expect. Would you agree? Yeah. And I love the idea of that routine and creating a routine with the new normal. Like we said, it's, it's not going to be what it was before and that's okay. So what can you do today? That's going to nourish your body or just do something for your body in a positive way. Because I'm just a big believer that right now, if all you do is one really positive thing for your body, I think that's really good. <laughs> you know, I think that's a really, really good thing. If you can, you know, drink your water, if you're getting adequate sleep, if you can move your body, if you can, you know, have a big salad or a serving of vegetables at dinner, you know what, those are all really positive things. And it doesn't need to be all or nothing. It can be something and that is good enough. Yes, 100% agree. So what else should we be focusing on then? I mean, I, I, I'm definitely a big believer that, you know, food can play a huge part into how we feeling and how we feel overall. And, uh, you know, I think it's just important to, you don't want to go overboard, obviously, with the comfort food and, you know, treating yourself and all that stuff. I think that can play a role in terms of, you know, helping us feel comfortable and safe right now and happy <laughs> by treating ourselves. But I still think there's something to be said for trying to nourish your body in a positive way. And again, that doesn't need to be anything crazy or overly fancy or whatever it is. But, you know, just focusing on creating balanced meals and trying to eat three meals throughout the day as opposed to snacking all day long. You know, that's a, that's a really simple habit to get into the process of doing throughout the day and it doesn't need to be complicated it's just like we said meet yourself where you're at if you have access to fresh fruits and vegetables try to include one of those at each meal you know just a, a really simple rule of thumb like that is going to go a long way in terms of helping you feel really good and feel like you're doing something you're you're controlling what you can and you're doing something positive for your body and i think that's huge yes and i think it's also important to kind of recognize what type of eating personality that you have, especially in right. this type of situation. So, you know, there's really a couple main types, but I know for myself, I'm definitely an emotional eater. So if I've had a yeah. stressful day <laughs> or if something, you know, if something is to be celebrated or like mm -hmm. food, food is my comfort and food is something that I will turn to, to do those things and to kind of connect with those emotions. But when you are at home and if you are surrounded by all of your favorite treats and things, you might tend to eat more of those things when the world is really stressed and chaotic, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly. And yeah. then on the other hand, there's the people who are really opportunity-based. So maybe you don't really have that big emotional connection to food, but you find that like if you start a bag of chips, you're eating the whole bag of chips. Mm -hmm. Or if you leave, you know, leftovers out on the on the counter, you're just gonna pick at it all day. Or my favorite, I had a client the other day who said, I'm just gonna do a, a kitchen drive by every couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I think it's important to recognize that in yourself and then yeah. find find what the balance is for you. I'm totally in agreement that I don't think you have to go, okay, no treats and no snacks. And I'm not buying any of this stuff because, you know, there's a lot going on right now and food is a big connection for people. But at the same time, just kind of 
taking a moment to see if you can recognize your eating habits in one of those things and go, okay, I think I can find a balance that will, you know, make my body feel better at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And like you said, just like recognizing what your type is, is huge. Cause I think so many people aren't even really, uh, that mindful of their emotional connection to food if they have one. And if they don't, maybe what, you know, how do they base their eating choices? Like, what are they basing their eating choices on? Is it emotion based? Is it opportunity? Like you said, so I think even just bringing that awareness to it, you know, that can help you under, uh, understand that, root cause of, you know, why you choose the foods that you do. And then you can start to address it from there. And, you know, I'm totally an emotion-based eater as well. So I fully agree with you there. And uh, yeah, I think there's, I think there's nothing wrong with enjoying a little bit of comfort in these times. I don't think we need to go overboard and, you know, soothe ourselves with food all throughout the day, but, you know, the treat, the odd treat here and there, or, you know, making a really delicious, you know, pasta meal with all the gluten and the dairy and have some wine, you know, I don't think there's any wrong with that. And I think that that can actually be a really uh, wonderful thing to create a nice meal like that for yourself and your family and to just truly enjoy it. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. Definitely. And another thing that I've really been noticing is that food fear is heightened right now for a couple different reasons, right? Number one, the food scarcity and this food hoarding and big lines at the supermarket and reduced opening times and all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, we're lucky enough. I haven't had an issue getting fresh produce at all, but Mm -hmm. I know that in some places that it has been an issue. And definitely I've seen times where I've gone and I can't even get frozen stuff or the right kind of meat that I wanted or things like that. So Mm -hmm. there's all this fear wrapped up in this, oh my gosh, am I going to have you know, healthy foods? Am I going to have any foods to be able to eat and feed my family? And then on the second end of that, there's also all this fear about I'm locked in my house. I'm going to gain weight. Like there's Mm -hmm. no way, there's no way I'm coming out of this without gaining the 15, 20 pounds. And the memes are all over Instagram, you know, the quarantine 15 or whatever they're calling it. But I found that that is a huge conversation as well is that people are locked into this mindset that that's it. I'm going to gain weight because there's no other option. That's what's happening. Mm -hmm. And you know what I think is always really interesting is like you said, that fear around food and oh my gosh, I'm locked in my house and all I'm going to do is eat and I'm going to gain weight. And I think it's really important to recognize that we often tend to be a little bit dramatic about that in terms of thinking that, you know, in one day or two days, you're going to gain 10 pounds or something like that. Like we tend to just be very dramatic about those feelings because it's deep rooted in a lot of different uh, things in our mind and, and what we see on social media. So it's, it's fair to feel that way. But I think it's just important to remind yourself that A, it's not the end of the world to gain weight. So we need to just make sure we cover that. Uh, But B, you know, try to be realistic about it. You know, uh, it's not the end of the world to, to put on a little bit of weight. And realistically, you're not actually going to be putting on that much weight unless you're really going above and beyond, not moving your body, not, you know, not eating some form of healthy food. You know, if you're not doing those things, it's, it's not likely that you're going to gain 15 pounds like that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And I think, again, it comes back to if that is a fear of yours, like you said, there's a lot of deeper things that are going on that is really bringing that, that fear out. And Mm. if you are someone who's struggled with weight, that, fear is probably speaking very loudly right now. So 
Like right. what, what can we even do to address it and say, you know what, here's something that's like a realistic plan that we could put in place so that we could just quiet that fear. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, one of the things that helps me, and I'm certainly in the category of, you know, I've struggled with my weight in the past and, and it, you do feel those voices creeping in when you're not working out and you feel like you're not eating as healthy. So, you know, for me personally, and definitely what I talk to my clients about is thinking about, you know, what makes you feel good? So what works for you personally? Because again, that's going to be different for everyone else. But, you know, thinking about what is it that you do that when you feel your best? So trying to identify, you know, those factors, the foods that you're eating, the habits that you're doing when you're feeling your best and trying to focus on on those things and doing those things as best you can. You know, obviously we can't go to the gym and our spin classes right now, but, um, you know, if exercise is a big part of that and that's what makes you feel really good, it makes you feel in control of your body and what's happening, then try to find a way to exercise right? Try to find a way to move your body. If you know you don't feel good after binging on treat foods and snacking all night long, then that's probably something that you want to address. And that's probably something that you need to take control of because you're just going to continue to spiral down that path of like, oh, like hating yourself and, you know, just feeling so bad and so low because you did these things. It's just not worth it. Right. So like we said, it's good to treat yourself and enjoy those things. But if you know that that truly doesn't make you feel good at the end of the day, and that makes you have those like anxious feelings and those thoughts that come in that like, oh, I'm going to gain weight and those types of thoughts then that's not something that you should be doing and you should really try to take control of that because it's it's not worth it to feel that way and it's not worth it to beat yourself up um and i think another important part of that too is like if you're going to enjoy the treats and maybe not work out let's say you know just own it just enjoy it and and you know don't beat yourself up over it right so taking that control to say okay i'm not going to work out today i'm going to do something instead for my mental health and i'm just going to take a break and i'm going to rest and that's okay as opposed to being like oh i'm not working out like i suck i'm terrible i'm going to gain weight you know that's only going to make things worse just by hating on yourself for those things yes oh yes i agree 100% because yeah. especially now you go on social media and it's like everyone is doing at home workouts and everyone yeah. is you know running outside and all that kind of stuff which is fantastic and i love it but at the same time you kind of got to do that check in with yourself and see okay what do i need today so i think that's really mm. the main the main focus needs to come from your mental health first right because yeah. Because food aside, exercise aside, we are basically feeling trapped inside the four walls of our homes right now. You know, we're lucky enough that we're, in, we're both in Winnipeg and so we're not on complete lockdown and we're allowed to mm-hmm. go outside for a walk. We're allowed to go to the store, all that kind of stuff. But essentially you're confined to your house and that really can take a toll on you mentally. Yeah. Seeing the same four walls or the same people every day or maybe you're alone. So I think maybe even a good tip would be starting at the beginning of the day and just kind of doing a check-in. And maybe that looks like a five minute meditation where you do a full body scan, or maybe that literally just looks like, Hey, how do I feel? Am I tired? Am Mm -hmm. I dehydrated? Did I get a good sleep? Like, how am I feeling? Do I need to push myself through this workout right now? Or maybe I could do some stretching and that would make me feel better. Like just really mm-hmm. doing those check-ins, you know, first thing in the morning and then, you know, throughout the day, just to reassess how you're doing kind of like 
you know, be your own best friend right now yeah, and really check in more with yourself. Because I think we, we should be doing that, you know, in the outside world, the normal world anyway. But that's one thing that we forget to do. We get on our to-do list and we start working and we do all these things and we kind of forget to check in with ourselves. So I think that's kind of what you're saying, right? Is just, yeah. okay, go with how you're feeling and that it's okay to give yourself permission to feel however you're feeling and then have your response come from that, right? Totally. And I think, you know, when we're, when we were in our normal, <laughs> when our schedules were normal and we had that, those decisions and those choices to make, you know, it was a lot easier in a way to just be like, okay, Tuesday, I'm going to this class. I do this on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, whatever it is. But yeah, right now, you know, we're not in a normal situation and your feelings and your emotions will change day to day. They can change hour by hour. And I think there's something to be said for giving yourself a break and taking that rest if you need it. And like you said, uh, checking in throughout the day, like myself, for example, yesterday, you know, I had a terrible sleep. I was so exhausted, didn't feel like working out in the morning. So I did my puzzle instead for two hours. And that just felt really good to me. It was really calming, really relaxing. But then by three, four o'clock, I was itching to move. So I took the dog out. We did a really nice brisk walk around the block and just got out for like 10, 15 minutes. It, did, it wasn't anything dramatic or intense, but it felt really good. And that's what I needed in that moment. And I think that that's super, super important to do those regular check-ins, being mindful of what you need. You can do that with activity and you can certainly do that with food as well. So they, you know, both can, can play that role in terms of what do you need right now and what can I do to, to support myself in a positive way right now? Yes. And I think it's important to also say, just like everything, that that can get tipped out of balance as well. So I, as important as I think it is to tap into how you're feeling, and maybe change that your actions based on that. I think it's also important to recognize, okay, what kind of thoughts and what kind of body response are actually creating those feelings? Like, is this coming from a, I'm actually in tune with my body and I feel tired and I feel down and I feel slow today? Or is that thought coming from the chaos on the media and the things on social media and, you know, like... Yeah where is that thought coming from? Because really it's our thoughts that ultimately create our feelings, right? Mm -hmm. Not our feelings that create our thoughts. And so I think it's important to just recognize, okay, where is this thought coming from? So for example, if you're having like two, three, four days in a row where you just are not feeling good and you're, you're down and you're feeling kind of like you just want to grab treats and you don't want to get in any activity and you want to just keep sleeping in. I think tapping into, okay, like what, what is creating that feeling? Is it actually coming from inside my body in a response that my body needs more rest? Or is it from all of the news that I've been watching and all of the conversations that I've been having with people and the other people's mm -hmm. feelings around me that I've been absorbing? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And even just, you know, playing that comparison game too, right? Like when you're on social media and you're seeing what other people are doing, you know, and you're seeing somebody create the healthiest meal and eat well all day long and exercise and you start to feel bad about yourself and yeah, just checking in and being like, where are these feelings coming from and why am I feeling that way? You know, is it because you, you genuinely think that that's what you need to do or are you feeling bad that you're not doing it because someone else was doing it and you feel bad as a result? Like just really being mindful of, yeah, where those feelings are coming from. Yes, definitely. So what is really your game plan? Because 
I'd love to know personally what your game plan is going forward, because it seems like we're going to be kind of stuck in this situation yeah. for quite a few months now, longer than we all originally thought. And so it's, it's great to go, you know, crazy into your routine and work out twice a day and eat all of the salads for lunch and all that kind of stuff, you know, for a month but now reality is setting in that this is going to be the new normal for quite a few months and so how do we set ourselves up for success to establish what's going to be best and most nourishing for our bodies for you know two three four months from now what does that look like yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in goal setting and not even necessarily like hard and fast goals, but even just a game plan for the week, I think is huge. So a lot of stuff is beyond our control right now, but we can actually control a lot in our lives. It just feels like we can't <laughs> compared to what we had before. But uh, I think right now, you know, for me personally anyways, and uh, and what I'm suggesting to people is, you know, focusing on what you can control and, and developing a game plan around that. So, you know, whenever you go get your groceries, Okay, taking stock of what you've been able to buy. You know, we might not have that constant access to all the fresh things that we want. Like you said, the meats and things are sometimes a little bit, uh, a little bit spotty in terms of what you can get. But you know, just kind of taking stock. What did I get this week? You know, what can I do with what I've purchased? And you know, where can I add those really positive kind of treat things and those kind of uh, enjoyable meals here and there to add that little bit of enjoyment to your week? So I think just coming up with a game plan week to week is really good. Um, you know, and and really listening to what sounds good. You know, like last week, uh, maybe you didn't feel like eating salads, but maybe this week having a big fresh salad sounds really good every day and maybe you know you're you're going to be able to get access to those foods and so you know just focusing on the fact that yes that sounds good and I want to do that this week and then reevaluating next week you know maybe the following week you maybe want a little bit more comfort food and maybe finding ways of trying new recipes and keeping things exciting and interesting for yourself uh, I think that's going to go a long way for us in these times is just figuring out a bit of a game plan, listening to yourself and what you need and, and going from there. And I think the same thing can be said for activity as well. You know, you might not feel like doing workout videos every day, one week. So maybe you feel like going outside and that's okay. Just going for a walk. That's still something, you know, it's maybe not going to be perfect, but we have to get over the idea that we want to be perfect right now. Cause it's just, it's not going to be possible. And I mean, perfection should never be the goal anyways, but definitely for right now, we shouldn't be striving for perfection. And I think just trying to keep that in mind to just be kind to yourself and, uh, you know, take it easy on yourself and just focus on what you can control and, and kind of planning your week around that. Yes, definitely. I need to point out that I made you take the Enneagram test. Yeah. <laughs> it was very insightful. <laughs> and you were a three, right? Uh, I think I was a three with some two, I believe. I can't okay. remember exactly because yeah. I haven't done my full research on it yet. Yeah. Three wing two, which is what I am as well. So I just, right. I always laugh when you're like, well, I'm into goal setting. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> but yeah, it is so good though, you know, and like I said, not necessarily hard and fast goals, but that game plan, right. Of just yeah. being like, okay, this week, this is what I want to focus on. You know, I want to try five new recipes, right. It may seem kind of silly, but that's going to give you some control. That's going to give you that little bit of like, oh, I did this. I accomplished this. And I think that's huge right now, especially if you're maybe not working right now and you're maybe feeling like you're just kind of 
consuming social media and watching shows all day long, you know, it can feel really good just to be like, oh, I'm going to try something new today. And that's exciting. And that's fun. And, and that's important right now. Yes. And I think it's also important to recognize that you can scale back what a normal goal for you would be, which is basically yeah. what you were saying, right? Like it's really hard when you come from, maybe you were at the gym four or five times a week, mm-hmm. or maybe you took classes four or five times a week, or maybe you, you know, had a meal plan that you followed or all these things that you felt were really like keeping you on track with your health. And then all of a sudden everything has changed. And now you're like, well, I have no equipment at home. And so if I do a home workout, that's not good enough. Or if I just go for a walk, that's not good enough. Like you have that voice in the back of your head telling you, like, if you don't hit the bar of what you used to have, everything is going to change. And I think letting that go and letting those expectations go and making your, your goal for the week and setting goals around things that are actually realistic for what's happening in the world right now, but also Mm -hmm. that are going to align with the things that make you feel good. So if you know, like activity is a big part of, was a big part of your routine before setting goals that, you know, you're just going to move your body three days a week, or maybe you are going to do home workouts, but it's like, if I get three in this week, awesome. If I can get two walks in fantastic. And just kind of, you know, setting a goal that makes sense to you. Maybe you are like me and you're attached to your Garmin fitness watch <laughs> and you love seeing the data. And so you yeah. actually set a goal around that. Or maybe it's mm-hmm. not, maybe for you, it's like, I'm just going to set a timer for 15 minutes every single day at this time. And I'm going to move my body. However that feels, whatever yeah. feels good. Right. But I think it's yeah. like coming up with your goal, your goals for the week and, you know, focusing on nutrition focusing on any kind of activity, which could be a really hard home workout, or it could be just getting outside and taking the dog for a walk. But then also focusing on your mind and your well-being of like how you're actually feeling. Where do I need to put in those more treat foods that I wouldn't normally have? Or where do I need to make sure I book in times to FaceTime my friends and my family and connect with them and feel like we're actually hanging out. Like that's an important part too, right? Is making sure that you put in the time for those relationships. So I love the idea of coming up with a plan for the week, setting some goals that seem realistic that you can stick to. And then this is the best part. You can change it. If it doesn't Mm -hmm. work for you, you can change it. It's not set in stone. The next week comes and you focus on something else. And I think that's a great way of kind of breaking it down like week by week by week into little chunks instead of looking at it like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do for the next three months, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, remembering that there's so many things that we can do for our health and our body, and it's not just exercising and eating salads. Like I'm hating on salads. I I really love salads and I think they're great, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to be that picture perfect. Like this is health. You know, there's so many different ways that we can support our health. And like you said, taking that mental health, that well-being component, and maybe that's your focus one week and that's fine. You know, maybe you're not going to lose weight uh, during this quarantine time if weight loss is one of your goals, but that doesn't mean that this is forever. You know, this is a season and this will pass. It doesn't feel like it's going to, but it will pass and we'll come out on the other end and, you know, things will have changed, but, you know, we can always get back into it. And truthfully, if you are, are really feeling like you need something, there's always something you can do. Like if you're feeling super motivated and you really want to challenge yourself and you're just like, oh, I need to exercise. 
go for a run, challenge yourself to go for a run and, and try to beat your, you know, kilometer time or whatever it is. You know, there's ways that you can push yourself right now. If you are feeling like you need that, you know, it doesn't need to be a pity party of like, Oh, we don't have the gym and we can't do this. There's so much that we actually can be doing. But the point is not to beat yourself up over, you know, not doing these things and not feeling like doing these things. That's okay too. It's just meeting yourself where you're at and uh, adjusting your habits accordingly. Yeah. And I think that's important to remember with food as well, not just like how healthy it is or unhealthy it is or whatever. But I think that if you've kind of been stuck into eating a certain way for a long time, this might be a perfect, perfect opportunity to like switch it up and see what happens. Right. Like totally switch up that breakfast that you've been eating the Mm -hmm. same for the last year. Try something new, switch your meal times, add a snack, like, you know, take out dairy finally. Cause you could, you mm-hmm. know, not your, you know, if you've been trying to eliminate something and it's really hard cause you're around it all the time. Well, if you don't buy it, you're not going to be at the store for the next two weeks. So, yeah. you know, try that or the opposite, you know, maybe you try adding some things in and giving yourself a little bit more food freedom during this time. Cause I mean, you're not going to be seeing anyone for the next couple weeks. So, you know, if something happens, it happens. So I think that's important too, is like just to, have those boundaries, set those goals for yourself, but being able to have that wiggle room to just like have some fun with it in what we can, as sad as that is to, you know, have some fun with your food. But it's true because if we, if we just keep focusing on all of the, all of the negative things and the, all the things that we can't do, right? Like I can't go to the gym or I can't get access to this or that is going to be really draining, right? Yeah, so draining. Oh my gosh, to con- like constantly be focusing on the negative and what you can't do and what you can't have. Well, you know, at a certain point, you do have to stop the pity party and be like, okay, this is the reality. So what am I going to do? You know, what am I going to focus on this week? And and again, that's just going to be what you can control and what you have that control to do. Uh, but yeah, stop the pity party. And uh, like you said, if, if you want to try something, try something. Now is the time to try it. And you know, I think it's also important too to not forget that there's some actually positive things that are coming out of this like we're eating out less right how many people would grab lunch every single day at a fast food place or a cafeteria or something like that or grab the muffin from Starbucks or whatever it is every single day right and we're not doing that now we're we're forced to stay home and figure it out for ourselves and that alone is just healthier than going out So if that's all you're doing right now, you're just not eating out and not getting fast food and processed food, uh, you know, at the coffee shop or whatever it is, that's a really positive thing. And that's, that's something to be said for, you know, what you're doing for your health just from that. Yes, definitely. I agree. I agree. And the last thing I wanted to say is that I found it so helpful to really lean on the people in my life around me. And so like Elena and like other people that I follow on Instagram, other nutritionists, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat with our businesses or with our own personal health, but also like my best girlfriends and my family and really kind of having those conversations like, Hey, look, this is my goal for the week. Can you help keep me accountable? And, and I want to go on X amount of runs or I want to get X amount of steps and, you know, things like that. So you kind of have that support system during this time, because especially if you're living alone, it's really hard to, Mm -hmm. to, to navigate that. 
when you don't have any support. So if you're trying to create this new routine, trying to make it healthy, trying to make it nourishing for your body, don't forget that you can reach out for support. And yes, of course, it's going to be someone who's not physically with you right now, but the internet is amazing for that. You can start your own little challenge on Instagram. You can sync, you know, Apple health together. You can whatever, or maybe it's literally just a mental health check-in and you guys have FaceTime and ask each other how you're doing, you know, every couple days, right? Yeah. And that little bit of a, a check-in goes a long way. I've been finding even just if I've had somebody check in with me or if I, you know, send a message to a friend, I find even just saying, Hey, how are you? You know, how's your week been going? Uh, I think that goes a long way. And uh, like you said, just, yeah, reaching out and getting support. And if you need that accountability buddy to, you know, stay on top of your exercise and uh, those types of goals, then do it. You know, everybody's looking for something to do right now. So challenge a friend to something, you know, FaceTime on your walks, like who cares? Do what you have to do to, you know, have that connection and get out. Uh, and I think that's, that's huge. And that's, that goes a long way, that little bit of support from people for sure. Yes, definitely. Well, I loved the conversation that we had today. I think that it is one that needs to be spread more during this time instead of just all of the, the health and the fitness, you know, motivation, because the truth is you're not going to feel motivated all the time regularly. Mm -hmm. So especially with everything that's going on, it is totally normal to not have motivation to, to do everything that you were doing before or if you're trying to start a new health journey, it's going to be extra hard. So giving yourself the grace, giving yourself the tools of really just keeping it simple, keeping it simple, create your new routine, try to get rid of that fear mentality and that fear mindset around things. And really how you do that is focusing on what can you control? Like mm -hmm. doing a, doing a body scan, seeing how you feel. Yeah. You and find your, find your things, happy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Find like it's maybe, happy. yeah, it's maybe not going to be what made you happy before. Like maybe before it was going out to dinner with friends and, and whatever else and going to the movies, but you know, find something else that makes you happy right now and focus on that. Cause that's the most important thing. Just find the little bit of joy in your day-to-day -day life. And it might be the silliest thing as like a TikTok video or memes on Instagram, like whatever it is, if something's making you smile and making you laugh, that's perfect. Exactly. And taking yeah. away that and taking away that pressure from yourself, right. To focus on. Yeah something that's so regimented, just create that routine that works for you. That's simple, but it also has in a lot of those happy, happy moments and things that make you feel good. And maybe sometimes that is comfort foods. Maybe that is more treats than normal, but mm -hmm. finding whatever that balance looks like for you. And then at the end of the day, just reaching out and getting support, you know, emotionally, um, someone to keep you on track with your goals, you know, just making sure you're staying connected during this time. That's super important as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely the most important thing right now is just that support and that connection for sure. And if you want to connect with Elena and I, I'll make sure our Instagrams are in the description of this podcast because we are both all over Instagram and because we're type oh, yes. three, we definitely want to connect with you <laughs> and hear your goals. Yeah, we, <laughs> we definitely do. We can be your accountability buddies. <laughs> exactly. So send us your new routines, send us your <laughs> calendars. We love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today, Elena. Although I know you couldn't really 
get out of it because you have nowhere else you can go, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I had so much fun either way. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure I put um, how you can connect with Elena in the description and all of her nutrition information and everything below. So if you're interested in working with her on your health goals, you can check her out on Instagram and on her website as well. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lexi. Thanks. All right. What did you think? Did you recognize some of those things that you might be doing that you could be a little less strict with yourself on? Or maybe you picked up on one of those tips that you know is going to be the first thing that you can easily implement into your weekly routine. We'd love to hear it, like we said in the episode. So reach out to Elena and I on Instagram. Both of our bios will be linked in the description so you can connect with us and let us know what your weekly routine looks like. And of course, screenshot and share this episode. We would love to see it. I love to see where you're listening and how you're enjoying the episodes and hearing your feedback. So go ahead and share that on social media and tag me in it. Lastly, I want to just send you one quick reminder again that the Women's Wellness Hub free trial ends this Sunday, April 19th. So make sure to go in and check it all out for free. Download the resources that you can get for free. And then of course, sign up for the VIP list because we will be launching on April 27th. And I don't want you to miss out on snagging the founding member price that will be a one-time only deal. So keep your eyes peeled in your inbox for that. And that is all for this week. I will catch you guys next week for another guest episode that I am so very excited for. Probably one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded. So stay tuned for that next Wednesday. Until then, I will catch you guys in the next episode. Have a lovely weekend.